time for another episode of Chew the Bible. We are in, it's still August 2nd. It's early in the morning. And we are still here in Numbers. We're on Numbers 26. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read the rest of Romans. I've been reading Romans 8. So now we're on verses 31 through 38. I'm going to go ahead and finish that up. And yeah. We're going to finish that up and go ahead and uh, get back into, yeah, finishing number 26. I'll recap what happened in numbers 25. So here we go. I hope this, I'll later on when I listen to these episodes, the sound is okay. Because, I don't know, as I look at the, uh, if I look at the sound, you know how you can look at the little waves. <laughs> if you're looking at your recorder. This don't sound very loud. So anyway, all right. We'll I'll have to listen to it later. See how it sounds in the playback. I've already recorded four episodes, so I hope the sound is okay. We'll see. All right. Uh, let's see. Numbers eight. I mean, no. Romans eight verses thirty-one. Through thirty-eight. All right, this is the closeout. This is one of the best parts of all. All of Romans eight is good, but this closeout is like kind of like the closeout of a symphony when they the crescendo and they do the whole thing. The arms are waving. Yeah. So. All right. So. Nothing can separate us from God's love. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Thank you, Lord. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above, above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Lord, I thank you for this word. We're closing out of Romans 8. It's like the closing out of a great symphony, a whole concert. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that nothing can separate us from your love. Uh, thank you, Lord, that... um. Yeah, once again, no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed through Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank you, Lord, that your 
your love is revealed through each and every one of us, Lord, who profess to call you our Lord and Savior, to profess to be Christians or followers of the way, Lord. That's how your love is revealed through each and every one of us, the body of Christ. I pray that, that we would continue to be in unity out of necessity as, as more and more people. You said um, the workers are few, but the harvest is plenty. Lord, I just pray as the harvest continues to grow and grow and churches bust at the seams, Lord, and, and we have to all unify in the body of Christ and help one another and love one another. And that will be known by your love, Lord. That will be the mark of the sign of and the fruit of um, of those who follow you and love you. Pray that we continue to just walk in that. Your Holy Spirit would just rule and reign in our hearts. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding would rule and reign in our hearts. We pray as we jump into Numbers 26 that you would continue to speak to us, transform our hearts, transform our minds, and that we would be led by your Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So, Numbers 25 was pretty rough. It was kind of sad a little bit depressing um but also filled with hope because the grandson of uh, Aaron the priest uh Phinehas um yeah he sees a, some of the Israelites have fallen into prostitution sleeping with the daughters of Moab and they started worshiping pagan gods a ball yeah worshiping ball of Peor and yeah, one of them had, one of the guys had a, the nerve, this guy named Zimri had the nerve to uh, bring a Midianite woman woman into the camp after God killed a bunch of the people worshiping Baloth. Anyway, he was bold. And yeah, Phinehas struck a spear between him and the woman he was sleeping with. So it was pretty intense. Go back and check it out. Number 25. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to the rest of numbers tonight. Or this morning, I should say. Let's see here. That's 10 more chapters. Yeah, once again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So I think we'll stop right here after this episode. We'll come back to numbers 27. So... And this chapter is pretty long. This is going to be reading the census. We're taking the, it's called the second census. So we're about to see how the numbers have changed since that first census. All right. After the plague, the Lord said, yeah, Numbers 26, the second census. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, take a census of the entire Israelite community by their ancestral families of those 20 years old or more who can serve in Israel's army. So Moses and the priest of Eleazar said to them in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho, take a census of those 20 years old or more as the Lord had commanded Moses and the Israelites who came onto the land of Egypt. Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. Reuben's descendants, not Reuben, not to be confused with Reuben Stuttered, <laughs> uh, the Hanakite clan from the Hanak, the Palulite, y'all not to forgive me because these names, boy, the Palulite, the Paluite clan from the Palu, the Hezronite clan from the Hezron, the Carmite clan from Carmi, 
These were the Reubenite clans, and their registered men numbered 43,730. The son of Pelu was Eliab. The sons of Eliab were Namuel, Dathan, and Abiram. It was Dathan and Abiram chosen by the community who fought against Moses and Aaron. They had Korah's followers fought. They and Korah's followers fought against the Lord. The earth opened his, opened his mouth and swallowed them with Korah. When his followers died and the fire consumed 250 men, they served as a warning sign. The sons of Korah, however, did not die. Yeah, the sons of Korah get to wrote a lot of some of the Psalms. Some of my favorite Psalms. But once again, it's sad, like <laughs> that this is etched forever in the Bible. They were learned served as a sign, like, hey, don't be going against my yeah, my chosen elect, Moses. Don't rebel against me. Ultimately you're rebelling against me. Anyway, all right, verse twelve. Simeon's descendants by their clans, the Nemulite clan from Nemuel. The Geminite clan from Jamin, the Jeconite clan from Jacon, the Zerahite clan from Zerah, the Shalohite clan from Shal. These were the Simeonite clans, numbering 22,200 men. Gad's descendants by their clans, the Zephonite clan from Zephon, the Haggite clan from Haggai, the Shunite clan from Shuni, the Oznite clan from Ozni, the Arite clan from Eri. The Aradite clan from Arad, the Aralite clan from Areli, these were the Gadite clans numbered by their registered men, 40,500. Judah's sons included Er, Er, <laughs> and Onan, but they died in the land of Canaan. Canaan. Boy, it's, once again, it's sad. Like, the people that got the. God makes a point. It kind of. Oops. I knocked my. Uh, IG, uh, I was trying to kill this little gnat. It kind of reminds me, yeah, I got it. It's a little fast thing. Um, kind of reminds me of like whenever God mentions the one sin, like of David, it's like, except for the sin of Bathsheba. <laughs> it kind of reminds me, like, here are these people's, uh, grave mistakes are mentioned. It's forever in the eternity in the Bible. I just wonder where they are now, though. I'm always curious about that. Uh, I would stop there and do some research on something, but since this is so long, I'm just going to keep on reading. Judah's sons included Ur and Onan, but they died in the land of Canaan. Judah's descendants by their clans, the Shilonite clan from Shelah, the Perizzite clan from Perez, the Zerahite clan from Zerah, the descendants of Perez, the Hezronite clan from Hezron, the Hamulite clan from Hamul. These were Judah's clans numbered by the registered men, 76,500. Issachar's descendants by their clans, the Tolalite clan from the Tola, the Punite clan from Puva, the Jeshabite clan from Jeshub, the Shemronite clan from Shemron, these were Issachar's clans, numbered by their registered men, 64,300. Zebulun's descendants by their clans, the Seradite clan from Sered, the Elanite clan from Elon, the Jalilite clan from Jalil. These were the Zebulonite, these were the Zebulonite clans, numbered by their registered men, 60,500. 
Joseph descendants by their clans from Manasseh and Ephraim. Manasseh's descendants, the Machirite clan from Machir, 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 probably Gilead, the Gileadite clan from Gilead. These were Gilead's descendants. The Izerite clan from Izer, the Helikite clan from Helik, the Asrelite, the Asrelite clan from Azrael, the Shechemite clan from Shechem, the Shemiadite clan from Shemida, the Hephrodite clan from Hefer, Zelophad son of Hefer had no sons, only daughters. The names of Zelophad's daughters were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirza. I actually had a a um, friend from our church there had a daughter named Tirza. Her name was Tirza Joy. Her middle name, I think, was Joy. First name, Tirza. I had never met a Tirza in my life. I like, I like that name, though. I don't even know what it means. Let's look real fast. That won't take long. Meaning, and they also had a son named Noah. Meaning of Tirza. Meaning to be pleased with or favorable to. Hmm. Interesting. These were Manasseh's clans numbered by their registered men, 52,700. These were Ephraim's descendants by their clans, the Shulalite clan from Shuthela, the Bekarite clan from Beker, the Tehanite clan from Tehan. These were Shulalite. Shuthala's descendants, the Aaronite clan from Iran. These were the Ephraimite clans numbered by their registered men, 32,500. These were Joseph's descendants by their clans. Benjamin's descendants by their clans, the uh, Belite clan from Bela, the Ashabite, Ashabite, I'm struggling here, Ashbelite clan from Ashbel, the Ahiramite clan from Ahiram, the Shufamite clan from Shufam. Lord help me. The Hufamite clan from Hufam. Bella's descendants from Ard. And Naaman. Naaman. The Ardite clan from Ard. The Naamite clan from Naaman. These were the Benjamite clans numbered by their registered men, 45,600. These were Dan's descendants by their clans. The Shuhamite clan from Shuham. These were the clans of Dan by their clans. All the Shuhamite clans numbered by their registered men, 64,400. Asher's descendants by their clans. The Emnite clan from Emna. The Ishvite clan from Ishvi. The Berite clan from Beriah. From Bariah's descendants, the Heberite clan from Haber, the Machalite clan from Machiel, and the name of Asher's daughter was Sarah. These were the Asherite clans numbered by their registered men, 53,400. Naphtali's descendants by their clans, the Jezeelite clan from Jezeel, the Gunite clan from Guni, the Jezreite clan from Jazer, 
the Shilamite clan from Shilam. These were Naphtali clans. These were the Naphtalite clans numbered by their registered men, 45,400. These registered Israelite men number 601,730. All right, let's keep going. Verse 52, the Lord spoke to Moses, the land is to be divided among them as an inheritance based on the number of names. Increase the inheritance for a large tribe and decrease it for a small one. Each is to be given its inheritance according to those who were registered in it. The land is to be divided by lot. They will receive an inheritance according to the names of their ancestral tribes. Each inheritance will be divided by lot by lot among the larger and smaller tribes. These were the Levites registered by their clans, the Gershonite clan from Gershon, the Kohathite clan from Kohath, the Merarite clan from Merari. These were the Levite family groups, the Libnite clan, the Hibernite clan, the Malite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the ancestor of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Joshabed, a descendant of Levi, born to Levi in Egypt. She bore to Amram, Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam. Hmm. Interesting. The name of Amram's wife. So Amram had a wife named Joseph Ben. And then they had Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. Y'all remember Miriam. Miriam is not talked a lot about a lot, but she's the one who got with Aaron and was mad at uh, Moses from marrying that uh the woman that was like basically a black woman. Of a different tribe. All right, uh, let's see here. Nadab and Abihu. Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar were born to Aaron. But Nadab and Abihu died when they presented unauthorized fire before the Lord. Once again, it's sad. That's how they remembered. Those registered were 23,000 every male, one month old or more. They were not registered among the other Israelites because no inheritance was given to them among the Israelites. These were the ones registered by Moses and the priest Eleazar when they registered the Israelites in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. But among them there were was not one of those who had been registered by Moses and the priest Aaron when they registered the Israelites in the wilderness of Sinai. For the Lord has said to them, They that they would all die in the wilderness. None of them was left except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. Mm. Crazy. All right, that's it. We're done. Numbers 26. Let's read these Tony Evans notes and then close it out. It says, by this time, most of Moses' generation had died according to God's decree. It was time to take a census of the new generation. Israelite soldiers would be needed to battle the inhabitants of the promised land. The census was taken across from Jericho. This was the first fortified city Israel would encounter in Canaan. What happened there would mark Israel's first victory in the long-anticipated conquest. The note that 
the note that the sons of Korah did not die acknowledges that grace had been extended, allowing Korah's family line to continue in spite of his rebellion. Sons that did not follow his example would have an inheritance in the promised land. The total number of fighting, so yeah, once again, it's another example of like anyone can break a generational curse on their family. Starting with accepting Jesus into your heart. He helps, he's the one who breaks generational curses. Let's see. Alright, what else? The total number of fighting men was calculated 601,730. This figure was quite close to the original count of 603,550, taken almost four decades earlier. Remember, this is yeah, the 40th year. Though they're wandering in the wilderness, though the Exodus generation died off and Israel suffered a number of severe judgments on the, their way to Canaan, God prospered his people so that they were ready to cross the Jordan at full strength. The census was followed by the casting of a lot to determine where each tribe's inheritance in the promised land would be located. The actual dividing of the land would come later. In discussing the Levite family groups, Moses included a note about his own family. Only two men of Moses' generation had stood firm in faith and were still alive at the new census, Caleb and Joshua. These two, who had witnessed the plagues of Egypt and God's every provision in the wilderness, would enter the land. Mm. Ah. Good old Joshua Caleb. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord, for your, once again, your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for us, Lord. Thank you for the new covenant, Lord, that allows us to be able to enter into the ultimate promised land in Zion, um, in heaven, the heavenly kingdom, Lord. And we look forward to the day when you establish your new um, new heaven, new earth, Lord, and uh, that we will rule and reign with you, God, in eternity. So I just pray in the name of Jesus. I pray against every attack of the enemy on the, your church pray for discernment in these last days. I pray for peace. Once again, the peace of God that will rule and reign in our hearts. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will rule and reign in our hearts, Lord, during these crazy times, Lord, um, where it's easy for Christians to be tempted and to walk away and to turn our backs on you, Lord. Pray that we would draw closer and closer to you, God. And uh, for those that don't know you, I just pray they will surrender their life to you. Say, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And we need your salvation, not just one time, but we need it daily. So I pray that they will understand that. They will not just try to um, understand you from a from a philosophical or um, just based on their own natural thinking, God, but just by the Spirit of God that you would just resonate in their hearts, God. And they wouldn't just say a prayer to invite you into their heart, to invite Jesus into their heart. They would actually just, like a child, Lord, surrender to you and love you and ask you simply to come into their heart and um, forever be their God, to be their Lord and Savior, and to have a restored relationship with you, God. And that 
they would just have a hunger and thirst for righteousness, a hunger and thirst for your word, a hunger and thirst to um, do the outward demonstration of baptism, Lord, and, and, and a sign to the world that they are set apart. Help us as we go throughout the rest of our week that um, we would just know whose we are and uh, who we are and that our identity is found in you, God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. Wow, we got that done in 25 minutes. Hey, 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 hey. Technically 24 minutes and 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. All right, I'm done. Got to load all these episodes and then I think I'm going to go ahead and go back to sleep. All right, take care. Have a great day. Adios. Sayonara. Ciao.